So anyway, how was your trip to Mexico? It was good. It was good. You went to Tulum. Yeah, I went to, go to the on, on a yoga retreat. Did you go to a little workout gym out there? They have like they built like a gym out of trees. Have you seen that? You know no, what I'm talking about? They did not build a gym out of trees. <laughs> it's like a jungle gym. Like a, a real oh. like it's out in the middle of the jungle and it's like they whittle like little uh they have those in San weights and stuff. What? They have like those in San Francisco where it's like an outdoor gym that you can like get on. I forget what it's oh. called. Yeah, but there's one in Tulum that everyone goes to, right? No, I mean I don't know. I was in the middle to... of the woods with a okay. very big tarantula. Oh my gosh! Crawling, yeah, it was very. You're very freaky. scared of bugs. Yeah, I'm not a big. I'm not honestly. That is the best thing that I learned about myself was that I can do that because no, I'm not usually. I'm not a big. There's a difference between a bug. Hi, it's an ant or a ladybug versus a tarantula that's literally as big as your head. Mm. These things, I'm not joking, you were massive, and they're like red. I've never seen anything that big in my entire life. Like you see a picture of it and you'd be like, what the fuck? Did you take a picture of it? Yeah, I have it on my phone. I had one funny story where I went on a boat. Like we did excursions during the day and these like Mexican people obviously come up to you. I don't speak Spanish. So the whole time, all I would say is hola. I would just say hola to them. And then they would be like, this chick has no idea what she's talking about. Actually, I do have a little bit of a tangent here. So yeah, go ahead. Have you all been to Tulum before? No. Or Mexico? No. Okay. I've been to Mexico a couple of times, but oh, I haven't. So... They ripped me off. So when you would that sounds go, about right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> there's pesos, and then there's obviously the dollar, and right. you can like my I have a Chase credit card, so I could use it there. And so I would go and it'd be like, okay, this Tobo Chico is 120 pesos or 90 pesos. Yeah. But then when they would go to the register and bring it up, it would be like 160 pesos. And it happened once, and I was like, okay, maybe I misread the menu. Whatever, it's not that big of a deal. It's so much cheaper there anyway. Yeah, it's like 20 cents. Right. Yeah, or it or was like two dollars. Oh, okay, but then I went to get like a matcha latte, and it was a ten dollar matcha latte, which is extreme. Six to eight is normal, especially here in Dallas in the states. But there, and I'm like, these people were doing it purposely because I didn't speak Spanish, so they knew that mm -hmm. I wouldn't know the conversion rate, and it happened to me probably like three times. Yeah, it and also could have been that you're in like a resort area too. Like, no, you know, we were in a resort oh, were? area. Okay. We were like in downtown Tulum. The, oh, the matcha latte place was like definitely in a resort area. Right, but still. I was like, that's so rude that you're just blatantly ripping me off. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't yeah. know, obviously, how to speak Spanish or, like, communicate with them. It's like 10 pesos for each U.S. dollar. Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah. but the best part is, is that the conversion rate ever was different. So some places it was 16 pesos for a dollar. Other places it was oh, 19. Really? It was just like a toss-up. Yeah, there wasn't, like, a blank conversion rate. So you never really knew. Yeah. And so that's why at first, like, the first two times that happened, I was like, okay, maybe the conversion rate is different, whatever, even though it was on the menu, like, 90 pesos for this water right and then after it kept happening i'm like oh my gosh you guys are like blatantly ripping me off i was so annoyed were you using a credit card yeah maybe they were upping it for the minimum yeah. of the credit card processing fee you know how some places you go to a gas station it's like hey we need a yeah, minimum of say $20. That on the menu. yeah i don't know the story i was alluding to earlier like we went on this uh this is just typical aaron energy but we went on a e -E. boat <laughs> double eg we went on a boat ride and they like hassled us to get onto this boat ride, whatever. It was like $25 a person for like an hour on this boat. And I didn't want to go in the water because I just, I don't know. I just didn't care to go in the water. Right. Like I'm not scared of the water. You could go scuba diving. I saw the turtle right there. Like the water was clear. There's stingrays. And so I sat on the boat with like these two Mexican guys. And obviously people, I'm like one of those people that people can make fun of or just because mm -hmm. I'm kind of oblivious or I just like don't know. I'm pretty gullible in certain situations. And so we're sitting there 
And he's like, why you not go in the water? And I was like, I just don't want to go in the water. Like, I just, I can see everyone swimming. Like, I don't need to go in. <laughs> and he's like, you scared of sharks? And I was like, no, but I'd rather not get eaten by a shark. And he's like, I'm the only shark you see, honey. I was like, ew. Oh, wow. Get away from me. <laughs> did you give him his, your number? No, I did not oh. give him my number. <laughs> Instagram? And, and, no, I did not give him any of that. And then when I was coming back into the States, I was like getting off of a shuttle to get to my car and I was at DFW and I was like the people on the shuttle, you know how they'll take your bag and then they put it on the ground. Yeah. So the guy that was like driving the shuttle, like gets my bag off of the thing and puts it down on the ground. And I had my head, my ear pods in. And I think I was like about to call someone on my phone. I just like wasn't paying attention, but I had like bent down to like grab the handle and like pick it up to start wheeling it. And he goes, no goodbye kiss from you. I'm oh, like, wow. did this guy just ask me to kiss him? It was the weirdest situation yeah. ever. And I was just like, turns out it was Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Shut up. God, it was the same Mexican from Mexico. Yeah, it was a shark. <laughs> but I was like, what? Am I in a simulation or what? And he was just like staring at me laughing. And I'm like, I've never been asked by a random guy for a goodbye kiss. Well, lucky Bizarre. you. Look at that. You could have sued for sexual harassment. Look what you're attracting. <laughs> yeah. It was just like one of a few bizarre situations but kind of bring it to the manifestation thing or like the law of attraction i do think you attract but in those situations i'm like yeah. i don't know what energy i'm putting out for these people to think and then another guy on the beach was like are you solo like he was trying to ask if i was single but he like broken yeah. english yeah and so i couldn't understand what he was saying and i was just like what in the world and then my friends after like he was trying to ask if you were single and i'm like or if you were alone so he can kidnap you right yeah, exactly i'm like i know that single <laughs> solo or single or any of the above i got 15 people waiting on me yeah no moss <laughs> that's what i say so i guess um going back to what we're supposed to be on topic about <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah run it back yeah right? so are we going back yeah just uh, kind of a few steps back okay so um I guess for those people that, you know, you get, you did have a change, right? Yeah. And you recognize that change. So how did you like push yourself to take that leap? Because a lot of people like they'll think about, oh, well, that's a little too hard for me. You know, mm -hmm. like what if it doesn't work out? Like how do you get rid of negative? How do you get rid of those negative thoughts in your mind? So that way you can like take yeah. that leap. Like you've already figured out like change is going to happen. I got to accept that. But mm -hmm. then how do you push forward? I guess is that what you're asking? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the biggest rooted thing is usually fear. And so when you break it down in your mind, I always ask myself, again, very logical questions. So like we are our emotions. I think a lot of people have all of these emotions and thoughts and feelings and they identify with them when in reality, you're, you're not them. Like you're not your thoughts. You're not your emotions. They're just mm -hmm. a feeling. It's something that's fleeting in your life. But what you can control is your mindset and what you hold on to. So we all have negative thoughts, but that doesn't mean that you could be like, oh, today I don't look well or today I don't do this. It's like, it's up to you to hold on to that narrative. And a lot of times that's just their ego. So for me, recognizing those thoughts, I also am very just disciplined in human nature. So I do a lot of like meditation. I mm -hmm. focus a lot on mindfulness. I focus a lot on yoga. I focus a lot on the things that fuel me. And that's how I get through it. Because at the end of the day, when I look back on anything in my life, it's like you can let fear stop you or you can let it drive you to where you want to go. So how do I overcome this stuff? It's just putting one foot in front of the other. For me, after I lost my job, I'll use that as an example. I gave myself a week to 
feel. So like I gave myself a week to mm-hmm. cry, to talk to people. I got lunch with Michael, like just feel in that moment. I think a lot of people jump past that. Right. And then they're just bearing this emotion and this trauma or whatever it is yeah. down deep. When in reality, if you just feel and allow yourself to get through it on the other side, you're going to be right. so much happier. So I always let myself feel through anything, a breakup, whatever's mm-hmm. going on in my life. I just let myself be, feel. My mom always says that. And she always advise me to have a deadline for it. So you can be sad for today, tomorrow, or the next week. And then after that, you got to get up and you got to get after it. And I think that is where discipline and consistency comes into play for people is that they allow themselves to get caught in this negative rut. And it's just like you're brewing negative energy. Right. Like the more you just dwell on that negativity and the more you dwell on things that aren't serving you, you're going to stay in that space. You can't get to a positive place if you're not going to actively put in the work. And so for me, a lot of it has just been like working on myself, like going inward. I journal a lot and my like enlightenment moment, moment, kind of bringing it back to this retreat was just, I let fear dictate a lot of things. Like I do think, lack mindset around money or a lot of it is trauma like from your childhood or things that you've been told a lot of it is just unwiring that and rewiring your brain and rewiring Mm -hmm. the way that you talk and the way that you speak to yourself and the energy that you put out into this world so that's just what I'm focusing on a lot of and the advice I always give to people out there is you have a choice every single day when you wake up Every single moment, you have a choice. If you choose to be negative, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. So don't be shocked when your life is negative. You chose that. And it's not rocket science. I think a lot of people think like, oh, this is going to be so hard or oh, this is going to be this. Like nothing is as hard as being sad all day. Nothing is as miserable as not having friends or not having love Mm -hmm. or whatever it is in your life. So for me, I'm like, why would I choose that? I don't want that in my life. I don't want that energy. I don't want people to think that of me. Like when you bring me into a room, Everyone knows that one person that's like, oh God, here they come with that right. negative energy. Eh, I'm good. So I always just try to focus on the good that I have in my life and focus on the gratitude and get through it. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you can do. You know, it's super hard to stay like that though for a lot of people. Like you have to, yeah. it, it's, it's, I feel like life always tests you and tries to bring you to the dark side. It's easy to get yeah. to the dark side, right? Something. Like Star Wars. It's so hard to not be dragged in by that. But yeah. then, like you said, you got to make that choice of, I'm not going to let life or the situation or whatever mm-hmm. dictate this or change me. I'm going to stay here. It takes, it's a lot harder, right? It's like holding on to a rope and you got like a current trying to pull you underwater, but you're holding on the rope and you're pulling yourself up. It's a lot mm-hmm. harder to pull yourself up when you're being like rushed in a but current. I'll challenge you on that. It'll Okay, go ahead. Because and I'll challenge you back. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I have a challenge as well. Yeah. Okay. Two is challenges. it harder though? To think stay on. That. Yeah, it is harder. I think. But is to stay it harder positive? to live your life in an abundant, positive mindset and be happy versus? For me, it's yeah. like there's two evils. It's kind of like you can go work out for an hour. That's mm-hmm. hard. But the rest of the 23 hours of your day are going to be better. Or you can spend an hour watching Netflix and it's not impacting your day. So it's like, it's it's a less of two evils. So I think people, again, it's going back to mindset. So like you're saying that's hard, but is it hard? Yeah, I think, for mo- life- I think most, for most people it is actually hard. I think for you it, it's not because you're more disciplined and you're like, hey, this, like you said, you're a black and white thinker. But for I think 99% of people out there, the reason why there's still, there's so much depression mm-hmm. and you know addiction and all that stuff. The reason why that's so rampant is because it is so hard. It's way easier to go get drunk and high and watch Netflix all day than it is to actually get yourself out of bed at nine o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock, go work out, go get a job, go do this. It's so much easier to do that. And it feels better sometimes, not in the long run, but it feels better 
it's instant gratification. So his long term happiness. Right. So which, like you're able to do it, which is great. And that's what a lot of people should strive to be. But for ninety nine percent of people, it is way easier to just stay in bed and drink all day. It's way easier. It sucks in the long run. And then mm-hmm. thirty years later you're dying of some, you know, liver disease right. and you've got no money and no friends and nothing around. And you look back and you're like, Well, maybe I should have done that. Like let's say you were three hundred pounds and then you were able to lose all that weight and get really toned and all that stuff. Well, was that easy? No. But the end result is a lot better than you dying of a heart attack and diabetes. It's our society. It's oh, everyone's so caught up in instant gratification. That's what yeah, social yeah. media is. Netflix but you world. Ha- yeah, you have to switch that mindset because yeah. at the end of the day, to me, and I've had this conversation with my mentor a lot and I've had this conversation with you, an hour of happiness is not worth it to me for 10 years of whatever it is. Right. So I'd much rather grind now and do the hard work right. now that some people think is hard. It's really not hard when the rest of your life. So like, think about it. What Like six months of hard work and dedication is going to put you five, 10, 15 years ahead of other people. So what's six months when 10 years? It, it, it like right. in my mind, and this yeah. kind of goes, it's also how I'm wired, but in my mind, like it logically doesn't make sense. It's like if someone told right. you today, you could invest $10 and in 10 years, you're going to have a million dollars. I only have 20. And if I do this 10, you know, you start, a lot of people start thinking like that instead of thinking of the 10 years. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. Or you can keep your 10, you can keep your $10 now and, and keep McDonald's. doing exactly what you're doing. Right. Exactly. But it's like, when you think about it logically and you, and that, that's like how, how my brain works. Like yeah. When you think about it, Hey, yeah. this is what it is. And then in 10 years, but a lot of people just, they just don't care or they want no. something that's right now, the here and now, and that's fine. Um, but I just think that there's more to life yeah. than that instant gratification. And that's not where happiness comes from. Right. I think true happiness comes from within and like doing hard things. And I do think, and my parents will tell you this, like I've always just, I kind of like came out naturally more confident. Like I kind of came out mm-hmm. of the womb, just like kind of fire, bl- like I'm very much a fire sign. I know Michael is too. I, I, I think a lot of it is in my nature, but I will say that a lot of it is just like how I choose to look at things. And I am not a people pleaser in the slightest. Yeah. So like I just don't really care. If someone disagrees with me or someone, because those people are now the people that are coming to me asking for advice. And mm-hmm. those are now people that are listening to my podcast. Yeah. Those are now people. And so it's just like hindsight's always twenty twenty, And it's just up to you to choose which which one is hard. Like yeah. choose your battle, choose your hard. And like I said, it, it's, it doesn't pay to be that person that's always negative and angry or no, whatever or depressed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't pay to be that. You're going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt other people around you doing exactly. that, that way. And so you just choose not to be that way. A lot of, and this is something that I'm learning and like I had a like very spiritual conversation on Friday, but it's choosing your words. So like you you can say it's hard, but is it hard? Like, I mean, maybe right, right. you feel you and mean. you think that it's hard, but like, is it actually hard yeah. in the moment? I mean, 99% yeah, of the time, it's not hard. It, you just think in right. even a half marathon, a lot of people are like, how do you do that? I literally told my body I'm doing it. And what does my body do? It responds. Like yesterday I ran seven miles. I told myself you're running seven miles and then I did it. And so I think when in your mind, if you're convinced yourself like, oh, this, this, or oh, pity party or old oh, this, I mean, not to go on a huge spiritual tangent, but like Joe Dispenza, I didn't know this, but he literally cured his body from being paralyzed through meditation, through science. Like if you can do something that incredible with the power of your mind, right. think about what you can do. And it's not big. The people are just like, do you make these huge gestures? No, it's little daily habits mm. every single day that you choose to do and little switches. Like if you catch yourself being negative because your drink order was wrong, kill that with kindness. Like I'm grateful that I got a Coke instead of a diet Coke because 
I needed more sugar today. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't believe it in the moment and even if you don't feel that way, you kind of like fake it till you make it and then you'll start to know yourself like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to embody this energy and like who I want to be and then the rest is history. I know what you mean because like um, I I really, back then I, or yeah, back then I had a really like quick attitude when people came to me with attitude. You know, I had to change the way that I thought because um, I, I thought about it and I'm all like, well, if that's, they're coming to me with a negative attitude, which is in turn making me respond negatively to them. So it's just negative to, to negative, right? Yeah. So, but I forgot where I learned this or heard this from, but you know, you don't know what the other person is going through. Exactly. You know, um, they may have gotten fired or had yeah. a bad day or something happened in the relationship or someone may have passed away. You don't know. So instead of responding back in a negative way, like respond back with kindness because you don't know what that person's going through. And I really had to reprogram myself mm-hmm. Even though I'm full of positive that day, I'm positive. They came at me in a negative way. I have to respond back in a positive way. Even though it may, it, at first, yes, it may be hard yeah. because it's re- reprogramming. But once you get there, then you're you're going to stay in that positive environment for yourself. I think something that you just hit on, which is the biggest thing that I learned, is you can only control yourself. Right. You, I can't control Michael. I can't control you. I can't control anything else in my outer hemisphere, if you will, or whatever, the universe. But <laughs> I can control me. And so that's your power. Mm-hmm. And so when someone comes at you with negative energy, it's up to you to choose how to respond. Right. And I'm, again, I just said I'm fire energy. Like I can be fiery, but what I learned in those moments is, and this happened a lot in friendships, like people would come at me or they'd say something and I'd caught back. I never felt good after. I'm like, why am I arguing with this person that lacks self-awareness or is negative energy? I can't control them. I can't Mm -hmm. change them. And that's the hardest lesson. I've talked to Michael about this probably at nausea. I'm like, you can't, I can't control other people. And even if you try and you want to help them and like you have that friend that everyone has that friend that just, it's always something or (laughs) they, yeah. yeah, Or they keep talking about how they want to lose weight, but they won't make action. And I remember my mom one day, I had this one friend and we're no longer friends. And she would always come to me and complain about being overweight. And she would kind of make me feel bad for being in shape. And I would get so frustrated. My mom's like, stop with her. She doesn't actually care enough to change because she's not taking the action and you can't change her. And once my mom said that, something Mm -hmm. lit off in my head and I was like, that is your power. Like you control you. You can't control anyone else. And so Mm -hmm. just let it go. Like when people come at me now, just like, thank you for your feedback. Or even like the kissing guy. Like I could have been like, I mean- there was a weird creepy guy that came to me on Instagram and I was like definitely a little bit flustered. But at the end of the day, like I knew deep down, don't let this guy in your energy. That's mm-hmm. his problem. Like if someone's being creepy and giving you weird energy, nah, I'm good. Right. All right. Let's talk about your podcast, which is called Pop Podcast. What does pop stand Beep for? Pop. So it started off power positivity, but that is taken on Instagram. So now it's just like pop. It doesn't really stand for anything. Yeah. I might have to rebrand if I can't get it trademarked, but yeah. You should get like a Funko Pop. You know what those are? Those little plastic figurines? Oh, gosh. You know what I'm talking about? No. We have some Actually, here. Gino Wickman in his book, The Entrepreneurial Leap, like when I opened my eyes to entrepreneurship, he said like entrepreneurships have, our entrepreneurs have pop. And I was like, oh my gosh, so weird that he said that in the book and that's the name of my podcast. Mm-hmm. And you should get a Funko Pop of yourself. I'll yeah. show you what that is they're after the show. Yeah, they're, they're up there, yeah. Yeah, there's like the little mini figure that look like they have uh, big head, small body. Yeah, yeah, big head, small yeah. body. He's, oh. he's trying to no, say something about, about you. Yeah, no, I was, I was just. I uh, thought uh, those were called <laughs> a different name. <laughs> so, so I got all nervous. I thought they had a different name. Uh, they're just called Funko Pops. Yeah, Funko. 
Funko's the name of the company. We Pop. called it different, something different. A bobblehead. Bobblehead? Yeah. No, no, you're yeah. thinking that's older. He's, he's like, calling you that too. No, I, I'm saying. <laughs> no, there's like. There's We're a, kicking the host off his own show. No, there's uh <laughs> You'll see him. We'll show you after yeah. the show. Okay. So, your podcast, you interview a lot of entrepreneurs, you interview fitness people, mm-hmm. um, and you are a great interviewer. What is the. First off, how do you get your guests? Because a lot of people want to know that. You so, just reach out on Instagram or what? Yeah, it started off uh, just like a lot of friends and mutual connections. And that's kind of why it started. I felt like I just met so many cool entrepreneurs and people in the health and wellness space because I was a yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of it is through Instagram. I would say now over the last few months, it's been a lot of referrals. So I'll have people on the podcast and then they'll refer their friends or I'll get introduced to someone else. But yeah, a lot of it is just like my local network, which I think is the most important thing uh, that people can do. And I actually thought about this last night or yesterday when I was sitting on the couch, I'm like, I think your network and who you know is is your value and has a lot to do with your success in the world. And so I just always focused on building quality relationships and being very curious and open-minded in those relationships because you never know who that person's going to lead you to. And every single time it's led me to someone or something that comes on the podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh. So yeah, answer your question, long-winded answer. I get a lot of them from Instagram or mostly referrals now. I've gotten a lot pickier about who I have on the show just for content purposes. Your interview skills are incredible, right? Thank you. Yeah, but you should do a TV show. What's your tips as somebody who's trying to be an interviewer? Great question. I've thought about this a lot. I think the biggest thing that you have to have as a good interview is you have to have a natural curiosity. And what I mean by that is a genuine curiosity. I was always curious as a child. Always. I always asked why. I always walked up to random people, asked what they did. I always have been very, very curious, especially about the top 1%, which is why I'm attracted to athletes, entrepreneurs, health and wellness, all that type of stuff. Um, So I think that's the very first thing is just like a natural curiosity. I think the second thing and the most important is you have to listen to understand, not listen to respond. A lot of interviewers listen to respond because they want to be heard. It's Mm -hmm. not about you when you're interviewing. It's about the person that you're interviewing. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to listen to understand what they're saying. So that's number two. And then number three, how I prep. So I don't ever over prep for anything, which I think is kind of why I have a success because you lead you leave room for curiosity. So if you go into an interview and you have all these 10 questions and this is the only thing you're going to ask, it's not authentic Uh because what if that doesn't go somewhere? Or what if you go left instead of right? And so it doesn't leave room for error Uh in a sense or just curiosity. But so how I prep like to get very tangible is I'll just research the guests. So I'll type them into Google. I'll ask either friends that have referred me or certain questions. Sometimes I'll get on a 15 minute pre-call with them of just like seeing how they talk. You do a pre-interview. See how they, if I've never met them before or if they've been referred to me and I just want to make sure that the content's good enough. I've done that a few times. Yeah. Um, And I just ask very basic questions and see how they respond. And this is like another uh, tick to the trait, which I feel has kind of come just through intuition. I, pay so much attention to body language and what lights someone up. And that's where I focus in my interviews. So I prep and I'll write down six to 10 questions based off of content that I find. But I would say 90% of my interview is nonverbals. So I, when does their voice influx? When do they get super excited and they start using hand motions? Like I do a lot of nonverbal, like non-tangible things and just paying attention to the energy in the room because what makes interviewer what makes good interviews is getting them deeper into conversation and how you do that is finding 
they're not weak points, but finding points that the person gets super excited and then go in deeper mm-hmm. there, they're going to be more likely to open up. And then the last thing I would say is just create it. When you have curiosity, you're creating a space where people feel comfortable. Like you're not going in there with an agenda of like, I have to get this and like be super rigid. No, just be open-minded. You don't know what they're going to say. They could be an asshole and then you're like, oh, or they could be amazing and Michael Z's my most viewed guest. Yeah. You just never know. So I feel like that's- Most viewed on YouTube as well, I believe. Yeah, that's kind of how I, you're not most viewed on my whole podcast. Well, I mean, out of all of YouTube. You. Yeah, top 1%. I mean. Top 1% on oh. YouTube, yeah. Yeah, you're like 70 views. Yeah. Um, but so, <laughs> 71 yeah, I was, now, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> so I would say that's like what helps uh, with interviews. But I think, I don't, it's hard to teach. And I don't mean that in an egotistical way, but I think some things just come naturally to right. some people. And so you and don't this, know how to explain it because it's so inherently natural, yeah. You, it just, it's kind of like LeBron James. Like he was born to be a professional athlete. Even if I worked my ass off 24 hours a day, I'd never be LeBron James. So I just think you, I mean, you guys are males, so maybe that's a better example, but like you just wouldn't get there because you don't have the DNA and you just don't have the buildup to get there. So well, I, I think, think I have the build uh, to be a professional uh, NBA player. I just, now that I have a, you know, a leg injury, I don't mm. know that I could, I, my career has gone a different direction mm-hmm. that I didn't anticipate. So it's a touchy subject. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Michael's an example of going left when yeah. we're going right. right. Well, I won't, I won't bring it. I won't bring it up anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, please don't bring it up. Yeah. It's a very tough subject for me. But uh, yeah, so we talked about a lot of stuff. If we had to sum up everything we talked about, Mexico, <laughs> AR glasses, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kittens. Anything else I'm leaving out? I think that's pretty much it. Those are your top ten. I mean, top top highlights of the top highlights. I thought that was all great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to somebody who is struggling right now to follow their passion? Get out a pen and paper, no matter how cheesy this sounds, and write down everything that's stopping you from getting you to where you want to go. Oh, that's good. And when you put pen to paper, you recognize how little those fears are and how easy it is to move into a different direction. And usually the biggest fear that people have is what are people going to think of me? Newsflash, people don't really care as much as you think that they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to you to overcome that initial fear. If it's something like, say your passion is real estate and you have $5 in your bank account it's a little bit different. Like you need to be logical about the situation. But for example, let's use podcasting. Like I'm super passionate about podcasting. I want to get into it. I'm scared. Start doing it. And you're going to figure out like if this is something that you're good at. I think a lot of people think, and my mentor taught me this, that their passion has to equal money or has to benefit them. And I think that's false. I think that you can follow your passion. And I think the biggest piece and I preach a lot of self-awareness is like understanding if you're actually good at it. Sometimes your passion is something that you just want to keep your passion. Like you want to pursue it on the side, but you don't really want to make money for it. That's totally fine. Keep doing that. But I think if you're struggling to get to the next step, the biggest wake up call is a either to get silent in meditation and like which sounds very cheesy and very woo-woo, but I always tell people it's not woo-woo. Get out a pen and paper and write down what's stopping you. Like make a t-shirt on the left is like all the fears and then put on the right like what are simple steps that you can take to get you to where you want to go because when you write things out again it brings how easy it is or just like you're kind of verbalizing what your fears are and once you put it out there it's like okay this is real and now you can take the action steps to get where you want to go if people want to follow you they want to listen to the podcast where do they go how do they find you you have a website I do not have a website. I know. I, that's why I asked. <laughs> you need to get yourself a website. I know. What's uh, stopping you? Get it? Yeah. yeah. Right, I, I need you to write down. Financially. <laughs> but financially. Unless you're going to make it for me. I'll make it for you. I told you I would. 
Okay, then get cracking. So why yeah. are you asking me? Why don't I it's have a free, website? Like, it's because you don't have a, it's because oh, you yeah. haven't done the work yet. That's right. Oh, I, I will be honest. I am very self-aware. I'm not good at that. It would take me way too yeah. long. So. Even though I told it, we had this conversation like three weeks ago. I understand like, that, but you haven't, it's because Michael hasn't done it. <laughs> Michael. Uh, but where can people find me? So yes, I don't have a website, but that is coming to fruition on Instagram. It's at pop with Aaron. So P O P with Aaron E R I N not a A R O N. I am not a boy. And my normal Instagram is just Aaron Groves. But yeah, you can follow me at Pop with Aaron. And then my podcast is on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. I'm big into YouTube lately. I'm really loving yeah. it. Michael got me into it. Uh, but it's just the pop podcast with Aaron Groves. Give it a five-star rating. No hate comments. I'm over that. Now, uh, we ask all of our guests this at oh. the end of every show. If you had to kill Zach or Cody, which one would it be? <laughs> question we ask every guest. I think I just looked at me like, I was supposed to like, <laughs> I feel no. like they're both hot, but which one's hotter? Uh, Cody? I don't know. The, I, I don't like know. the name Cody better, so I'm going to keep him. Okay. Cole or what's the other guy's name? Who's Cole? That's their real names. Cole's, is it Cole Sprouse, right? Cole Sprouse yeah. and the other one. Well, They're Cole's twins, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Cole's like the only the one that's Cole. still acting. The guy that on, from Riverdale? Like yeah, from Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah, I have watched Riverdale. You've yeah. watched Riverdale? So yeah. I feel like that'd be up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like Sweet Magnolias. So it's, so it's Jughead. Jughead on, uh, is, is Zach he, he or Cody? A, I don't know which one twin brother. I, so which I one are you killing? I haven't watched Riverdale in a long time. Yeah, but he's like a main character. Yeah, he's on season one, so. Jughead. With the beanie? Dark haired okay, guy. Okay, if you show me, see short term memory loss. I know yeah, Jughead is sounding familiar. He was on Disney Channel for a while, wasn't he? But I, yeah, I like. How hard is it to kill one of the, younger, the Sprouse I twins? I said I wanted to keep I Cody. You didn't listen. So yeah, but which one is that one? I don't know. Is, is that is that is Cody Cole Sprouse? I don't know. You I don't said know. you said Zach or Cody. I picked. I'm going to keep Cody. I'm yeah, but I don't know Zach. which one that is. Like actor wise, how well, do we know? That's your yeah, question. This one's uh, Cody Sprouse. I guess the one that actually plays Jughead. So you want to kill him? Oh, I remember him. Yeah. I'm going to keep him if he's Cody. All right. Whichever one that one is, Cole. we're keeping. Cole. It's Cody. It's Cody. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's Cole. Sorry. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, but what's who? which one what does he play in uh, Zach and Cody? This is a cluster. Um, It doesn't say. This is what we ask every guest. It, it's, it's never been this hard. It just says he is known for his, oh, Cody Martin yeah. role in Disney Channel's. Okay, so we're, you're I'm right. I'm keeping Cole. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's the most successful one. The other one, I think, is in college still. No or wonder something. I like him. Someone yeah. yesterday, this is my last tangent, then we can end this. Uh, someone <laughs> yesterday, or on Friday, we were playing a game. And it's called like taboo. Have you played taboo before? Yeah. And you like have to guess mm -hmm. whatever the thing is. And one of the cards was like a billionaire. And he was like going through the guy. I don't know him that well, but he's like, Aaron wants to marry one of these. And everyone's like, oh, a billionaire. I'm like, you guys are such assholes. Wow. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. Check out her podcast. How do you end? How do you end your podcast? What are you grateful for? No, no. Yeah. But you have like a, no. a thing you say at the end? No, I just cut it. That's it. All right. All right. I just cut it, guys. <laughs> This is MZ Now, online at mznow.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mznow.